celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Well, 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 good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this Sunday, right smack dab in the middle of the big, long, four-day, 4th of July celebration weekend. We welcome you to the show. Beautiful Sunday. This is the second day of July, 2023, your date, 7-2-2023. And uh, it's a beautiful day in our neighborhood. We're rolling right through the 4th of July weekend now. we got uh, about uh, 330,000 of our closest friends here enjoying the holiday in your gaming capital, where we emanate and originate all the Race Day Las Vegas radio programs from these studios and over the airwaves of Sports Talk 1400 AM and 107.1 FM as well. Simulcasting. We're doing it on both AM and FM now. By the way, uh, we also want to welcome all of our folks worldwide that listen to us on many different uh, systems and uh, platforms that we have, like our website, uh, global. Yeah, we stream there. We also archive on those uh, cases. Yeah, some people, you know, might have partied a little bit too much uh, last night, so they're going to catch us in a couple hours on the replay. And, of course, all of you listening uh, with your uh, devices, your iPhones or your Androids, with the KSHP app that you get. You put it on your phone, you can hear us now. And anywhere you get your podcasting as well. So welcome, however, wherever, whenever you get us, to the race day show for this 4th of July weekend. Now, before we get started on the Sunday show, which is usually our wrap-up show of the week, not so this week, here's how our schedule goes for the rest of the holiday. Tomorrow, Monday, we will have a special Monday Race Day Las Vegas radio program. We will start at our usual weekday start time of 7 a.m. Pacific time. That is, of course, because the racetracks that are running tomorrow, Monday, through the holiday, include tracks that do not run on Monday, such as Belmont Park, Emerald Downs, uh, you got uh, got Finger Lakes, uh, Los Alamitos Thoroughbred, yeah, they're cranking tomorrow. Louisiana Downs, the uh, Pleasant and Fair in Northern California, Prairie Meadows and Presque Isle Downs. In addition to, of course, uh, Canterbury Park and uh, Horseshoe, Indianapolis. Now, on 4th of July, 
Tuesday, the actual holiday where all the fireworks go off. We will be here as well, and we will also start at our weekday start time at 7 a.m. Because tracks running on Tuesday that normally don't include Belmont Park, Finger Lakes, Los Alamitos Thoroughbred, Louisiana Downs, Pleasanton Fair, Parks Racing, and uh, Presque Isle Downs. Now, some of the uh, tracks I uh, mentioned do actually run on either Monday or Tuesday, but uh, some of those, as you know, the ones that you say, oh, really, they're running, uh, some will be running that don't run. So that's the schedule of racetracks for the next uh, two days, and certainly uh, we'll be here covering those races uh, for you through the holiday. And then we, like a lot of other racetracks who flipped their racing days uh, to the holiday, we'll take them off next week, we are going to take off on Wednesday and Thursday. We won't have any shows on Wednesday the 5th of July, nor Thursday the 6th of July. You know, we run Wednesday through uh, Saturday, uh, Sunday, uh, our usual uh, schedule. So we're kind of flipping it around, too. So we run through Tuesday, 4th of July, off Wednesday and Thursday of next week. And then we'll pick it up on Friday, and our schedule will remain as usual, therefore, and there out. Okay? So that's, uh, that's uh, just a programming reminder for everybody. Now, the weather here in Las Vegas, your gaming capital, uh, for today, Sunday. 16 minutes after 8 a.m. Pacific time here in Las Vegas, and we are at 90, 90 degrees already. And I hope you're sitting down, Las Vegans, because after 294 straight days of not hitting 100 or more, in that stretch through um, uh, last, uh, I think it was Thursday, we finally got to 100. We are now going to top off today at 113 degrees. 113. Now, we are in a, a excessive heat warning. And that means you got to stay hydrated. Walk around with a bottle of water in your hand all the time. Because if you get heat exhaustion... By the time you realize you're in it, it's too late. So keep yourself hydrated out there today if you're running around doing a lot of stuff outdoors. Keep an eye on the kids and the pets. Don't let them stay out too long of any. And certainly uh, people who have problems with the heat and with breathing and all that stuff and the elderly, check on them. Make sure they're okay. As we move through this uh, weekend with uh, the heat here in Las Vegas. Always fast, firm, and perfect in the race books, though, and that's, of course, where we'll be. That is for sure. Now, as far as the weather around the country, where the actual racing on the racetrack outdoors is happening, right now we have no cancellations. Yesterday at Ellis Park, where the weatherman said there might be rain coming in later on in the day, it was a beautiful day of racing at Ellis Park for the big Churchill Downs, uh, big, huge six-stakes race card there. That featured the Stephen Foster. And uh, let's hope that it's the same today. Because uh, there's a small weather pattern of some rain, etc., going uh, through the lower part of the Great Lakes and parts of western uh, Pennsylvania, etc. And uh, up in the great northeast, uh, you know, like a northern part of uh, the New York State and uh, through in Maine. But that's about it. All right, we have up and down the Pacific Coast is clear, Atlantic Coast is clear, Gulf Coast is clear. For the most part, the country is pretty clear as far as, um, you know, the weather patterns. 
Of course, as you know, there's still uh, in parts of the country that can have uh, damaging winds, flooding, hail, and tornadoes are possible, you know, in the area around Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, right there in the uh, the mid and uh, mid-eastern part of the country. But we're, we're hoping that the weather will just be uh, like it was yesterday, predict, uh, predicted but not uh, come to fruition. Let's hope for that. The only track that was canceled yesterday was Horseshoe Indianapolis. They did not run yesterday because of the weather. But hopefully today it will. Now, as far as the heat is concerned, not only here in Las Vegas, but uh, there are uh, hot spots all over the country. For example, uh, Phoenix will top out at 114. Uh, you got New York at 84. That's nice and comfortable. Chicago, 72. That's perfect. Uh, so for the most part, uh, it looks like uh, it's going to be f uh, really kind of a night, nice uh, weekend throughout until 4th of July. And hopefully all the skies will be clear and nice, no wind around, so we can have all the 4th of July celebrations to, um, to celebrate our independence. That's being uh, sometimes shattered at places these days, but we'll celebrate our birthday on Tuesday. All right. A lot happened. A lot happened yesterday. So we'll start out with the recap of Churchill at Ellis Park. Now, you know, they took the Churchill Downs, part of the Churchill Downs meet because of the, the deals they were having with the track breakdowns and all that stuff there. Uh, and uh, for safety purposes, they pushed part of the Churchill meet to Ellis Park, which Churchill also owns. And so the rest of that meet would have been at Churchill ends today. At Ellis Park, the Churchill meet at Ellis ends today. That doesn't mean that you'll leave Ellis next week. It'll be the regular Ellis Park meeting. But they had a big day of racing yesterday at Chur uh, Churchill at Ellis, six stakes races, rolling out as they did throughout the day. The first of them was the American Derby on the turf at a mile and sixteenth, where Wadsworth wins for trainer Brad Cox. Florent Giroux aboard, paying four dollars and fifty cents as the favorite, outrunning Mostache and Desert Duke. Later on in the day, the uh, Kelly's Landing Stakes, a $225,000 non-graded stakes race, I might add, at six and a half furlongs for three-year-olds and up. It was won by Bango, uh, a favorite in that part of the country. Bango, trained by Greg Foley, paid $4.30. Tyler Gaffleone in the saddle, outrunning Marsalis and uh, miles ahead. Then we got to the Florida Lee where this race was decimated by late scratches, the eight-horse field, the eight-horse field had uh, five scratches in it. Three horses ran in the race. And uh, the winner there was Pauline's Pearl, who came off the pace from the top two pace setters. The Steve Asmussen trainee, ridden by Joel Rosario, paid $6.52. Now, Bellamore finished second. And Amorie uh, finished third. But there was an inquiry, and believe it or not, in the three-horse race, Bellamore got disqualified for bumping Amore. So, Amore was placed second, and Bellamore was disqualified to third in the three-horse race. All right, then we move to the Wise Den, where a lot of horses, uh, you will see, had uh, troubled trips in this one. This was a, a real... A real Donnybrook here, the Wise Dan. The winner there was Stitched. Now, this horse was originally scheduled to be ridden by Marcelino Pedroza, but he was replaced in this race by Flavian Pratt. 
who was riding at Ellis yesterday. Now, Stitched wins this cavalry charge to the wire for trainer Greg Foley, who also trained Bango in the Kelly's Landing. So Foley had two stakes wins yesterday. Pratt wins on Stitched. Are you sitting down? The win price on Stitched. By the way, the source was 20 to 1 on the morning line. Stitched in winning the race paid $94.50 for a $2 win bet with Flavian Pratt aboard. So those of you watching on the simulcast signal, I hope you caught the jockey change because that was a biggie. All right, Get Smoking was second and uh, Set Piece, the big favorite in the race, finished third. Several horses in the race, though, had bad trips. And then we got the $1 million grade one, Stephen Foster, a mile and one-eighth for four-year-olds and up. This is a Breeders' Cup win in your in race, and a horse who is going on to the Breeders' Cup after winning the Stephen Foster is West Will Power. Flavian Pratt aboard. So Flavian Pratt had three wins at Ellis Park yesterday, Churchill at Ellis, and two stakes wins back-to-back with the Wise Dan and the Stephen Foster. West Will Power for Brad Cox, who was winning his second stakes race of the day, Paid $6.14. It was a selection on the show by Jonathan Hardoon. $6.14 winner, outrunning Rattle and Roll. And Happy American, big favorite in the race, Smile Happy, was unruly all through the saddling, post-parade, and getting to the starting gate. This horse delayed the start of the race because he was just unruly, and it showed up in the run of the race, finished off the board. So, uh, and then finally, in the Teppan Stakes, the winner there was uh, Zygera. Uh, Zygera for trainer Philip Bauer. Julien Le Peru aboard, paying $4.16 as the favorite there, outrunning Heavenly Sunday and Safine. And that's how it worked out yesterday, Churchill at Ellis Park. Today is closing day at Churchill at Ellis, which means mandatory payoffs in their pools. And, of course, yesterday, the Canadian Festival Day at Woodbine. Big day of racing there. What a fun day it was, too. We want to thank uh, Gino Bacolo uh, for being with us yesterday. Uh, In the uh, five race graded stakes races in the Canadian Festival, they rolled out like this. The Marine was the fifth race on the card, where Turf King wins for Kasuchi Kamara, paying $4.10. Kao Ku Kai Pu was second. And uh, Midnight Rising was third. It was a Chad Brown trainee, Turf King winning the Marine, $4.10. Then we got to the Celine Stakes. The winner there, solo album for Mark Cassie and uh, Sahan Kavici. Solo album paid $21.10, a Mark Cassie trainee. Honor D-Lady was second, and Tito's Calling was third. Now you get to the Highlander stakes. In the Highlander, the winner there was Lucky Score, trained by Mark Cassie, ridden by Sahin Savici, paying $30.60. So these two connected back-to-back stakes wins at $21.10 and $30.60, Cassie and Cavici. Wow. All right. Uh, Finishing second in the Highlander was Oceanic, and one-timer was third. In the Dominion Day Stakes, the winner there was Tyson, picked on the show by Gino for us yesterday. Rafael Hernandez aboard. Tyson, trained by Josie Carroll, pays $10.30. And Josie Carroll trained the second-place finisher in the race as well in Treason, who was the favorite in the race, 
and Gaston was third, that in the Dominion Day. Rafael Hernandez, second win of the day. And then in the $175,000 grade two NASA, featuring the defending Canadian Horse of the Year, Moira, the winner there was Fev Rover. Fev Rover, trained by Mark Cassie, ridden by Patrick Husband, paid $9.10. Moira never looked like she was going to win the race, but did finish second with, uh, on pure class alone. Millie Girl was third. That was Mark Cassie's third stakes win of the day at Woodbine and his fourth win over all at Woodbine yesterday. What a day of racing it was there. And the weather was uh, rather nice all day. Started drizzling a little right after the Dominion Day. They had the umbrellas out in the winter circle, but all in all, it was a great day of racing at Woodbine yesterday. Belmont Park, a couple of nice stakes races. The Dwyer was won by Fort Bragg, Bob Baffert trainee. John Velasquez ridden his, riding his second win of the day in the first six races. Fort Bragg paid three forty as the favorite, outrunning Saudi Crown and Harrodsburg. And in the other stakes race, the John Nehrud, the John A. Nehrud, the winner there was three technique for Jason Cook. Javier Castellano, the rider, $13.60 in that race. Synthesis was second. And uh, Candyman Rocket was third in the race. The big favorite, Wyburn, had a terrible break and trailed throughout. Never got into the race, the big favorite in the Nehrud. Uh, they hit the pick six, they hit the pick fives, everything there yesterday at Belmont. Jose Ortiz had four wins on the day yesterday, but did not tag any one of the two stakes races. Laurel had three stakes races yesterday. All you had to say was jockey Sheldon Russell. Yep, he won all three. He won the Jamila aboard Coconut Cake, paying thirteen forty. He won the Laurel Dash on four harp. Paying eleven sixty for Robert Reed Jr. And he won the Concern Stakes with Prince of Jericho for the uh, better half of the entry, Brittany Russell. Sheldon Russell's third win of the day in stakes races of three. That horse paid $3.40. Big day for the Russell family yesterday at Laurel. And then at Delaware Park, uh, trainer Robert Reed Jr., who also won the Laurel Dash yesterday, also won the Delaware Elks at Delaware with Foggy Knight. Foggy Knight wins. Paco Lopez aboard. $30.40 outrunning Opus 42 and Miracle. Uh, and, of course, uh, Lopez won earlier in the day uh, with the Alapocas Run stakes with Lightning Larry paying $3.20. And the Robert, D. Jick, uh, Robert G. Dick Memorial was won by... Sopran Basilia. Sopran Basilia with Jorge Ruiz paid $9 even. Those three stakes races yesterday at Delaware. So <clears throat> Reed won both uh, at uh, Delaware and at Laurel yesterday. The Summit of Speed at Gulfstream Park. Dean Delivers did just that in the Smile uh, Sprint. Dean Delivers with SML Jaramillo aboard paid four forty, outrunning Big and Classy and uh, Todon Fino, and at Los Alamitos yesterday, Los Al, the first eight winners on a nine-race card yesterday, total win mutuals by the first eight winners, $51.40. That included a $16.60 winner in the sixth race. 
But the winner in the ninth race, going gate to wire, she's a bit sassy under Hector Barrios. That individual win payoff topped the entire total payoffs of all the other winners on the day. She's a bit sassy, paid 73.20 in the final race of the day at Los Alamitos. That caused a pick six carryover and the late pick four, starting off with the 1660 winner. And then 480, 420, and the 7320 anchor. That pick four paid $2,993.30 yesterday at Los Alamitos. And that's what happened yesterday, but we got a lot to happen today. On today's show, we've got Bob Mazursky for uh, Los Alamitos, of course. John Linda will be with us, Rich Ang. We got picks from Jonathan Hardoon and uh, Ernie Perry. The clocker picks at Woodbine. And Jerry J, if his planes and his connections made it in time here in Vegas, is supposed to be back with us this morning. We'll wait and see if he shows up or not. Anyhow, we'll be right back. Don't go away. The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the L.A. County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos, with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered.
Simulator from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas. A couple of news items for you. We were telling you yesterday that uh, Safi Joseph Jr.'s ban, uh, that whole incident at uh, Churchill Downs, well, the necropsy reports came back inconclusive. Didn't find any conclusive causes for the uh, deaths of the horses that happened there on uh, Derby weekend, although they took his horse out of the Kentucky Derby. Can't take that back. Anyhow, uh, and he's uh, he's now been reinstated. But uh, now that we got New York-based trainer Ray Handel has been issued a provisional suspension by the Horse Racing Integrity and Welfare Unit for the presence of banned substance found in one of his horses who raced at Belmont Park on May 28th. And finally, another note about a trainer, a guy who really, I think, got a raw deal, but Hall of Fame trainer Jerry Hollendorf. You remember what happened to him. He was banned out of all the uh, the uh, racetracks owned by the Stronach Group a couple of years ago. He's uh, going to give up control of a 29-horse stable that he's had at Monmouth Park. His longtime assistant, Dan Ward, is going to take over those horses, and Dan Ward plans to keep those horses at Monmouth and then go on to Oaklawn Park. But Jerry Hollendorfer is going to continue to train a smaller stable in California, although you know and I know that it won't, unless uh, things change or unless they lift it from him, I don't think he's going to be able to, to, to um, run horses at the uh, Santa Anita meet or Golden Gate. We'll wait and see how that develops, but those are the late news items. Now, back to the good stuff for horse players. Your racing menu opportunities today. Here's the racing menu for today, Sunday, July 2nd, 2023. The first post times we broadcast on this racing menu each and every day reflect data of the Pacific time zone. So if you're here in Las Vegas listening at Sports Talk 1400 AM, where we emanate and originate this stuff, these will be the first post times that roll out in our race books today. However, if you're listening... On websites, on apps, podcasting, however, wherever, whenever you get us, if you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust the first post times where you're at to the Pacific time zone so you don't miss anything like I miss mom and dad. Okay? Simply put, Pacific time zones. Ready? All right, here we go. We begin with Laurel Park. Now, Laurel Park has 10 races today. Their first post time is 925 at Laurel. And uh, uh, pretty good size fields there today at Laurel Park. They have a pick six jackpot carryover, thirteen thousand nine hundred and eighty-four bucks. First post time nine twenty-five at Laurel Park today. Monmouth Park, as they say, from the shores of New Jersey. Monmouth Park has a pick six jackpot carryover of forty-three thousand seven hundred nineteen dollars. Feature race of the day is the hundred thousand dollar Boiling Springs. That'll be the fifth race of ten. At a mile and 70 yards for three-year-old Philly. Six go to the post there. Six to five favorite is uh, Shida Buhari. First post time at Monmouth, 940 for their 10 race card. Then we go to Churchill at Ellis. It is closing day for the Churchill portion of the racing at Ellis Park this year. So there's mandatory payouts on all of the pools. That means the pick six jackpot. That carryover of $161,516. Take the jackpot provision off. Best tickets are going to chop up that carryover, plus all the money pumped into it today. It's a mandatory payoff. We've got 10 races on this closing day and five stakes races of the 10. The uh, debutante for two-year-old fillies at six furlongs will be the third race. Seven to five favorite there is VV's Dream. 
with Brian Hernandez aboard. The Bashford Manor at uh, six furlongs for the two-year-old Colts and Geldings will be the fifth race on the card. The uh, two-to-one favorite there is Wilson Q with uh, Raylou Gutierrez aboard. The Anchorage Stakes at a mile on the turf for Phillies and Mares four-year-olds and up is the seventh race on the card. A field of eight before scratches. Eight to five favorite there is White Frost with Junior Alvarado. Then the $175,000 Max Field for three-year-olds at seven furlongs to be the eighth race. Eleven go to the post in that one. This one's more wide open as far as the morning line is concerned. The morning line favorite at 7-2 to is Squire Creek with Florent Garreau. And then the ha- the Hashin Stakes at a mile for four-year-olds and up is the ninth race on the card. Nine go to the post there. And the 9-5 to five favorite is Zozos with Florent Garreau. So you have ten races, five stakers, mandatory payoffs today at Ellis Park. And God willing, the... the Weather's going to be fine, and the tracks and the turf course will be great. First post time for closing day at Churchill at Ellis is at 9.45. Again, that jackpot, 161,516. It's a mandatory payoff today. Gulfstream Park has nine races today. They continue with the Summit of Speed. The Bob Humphrey Sprint is the eighth race on the card at five and a half furlongs. In that race, the three-to-one morning line favorite is Hope in Him with Sammy Camacho aboard. Hope in him, the favorite in the Bob Humphreys sprint at Gulfstream Park. All right, their pick six jackpot carry over $20,531. First post-time Gulfstream, $9.50. Belmont Park. Well, now, they say at Belmont Park today, mostly cloudy. Might have some rain coming after the races. Hopefully that's the case. The track, as I say, is fast. The turf courses are firm. The Widener turf course hosting races three and seven. The inner turf course will have races one, six, and nine of the nine race card. The feature race today comes early. Third race on the card. It is the Perfect Sting Stakes. One mile on the Widener turf course. Phillies and Mares four-year-olds and up. A compact, competitive field of five, however. Technical analysis is the even money favorite with Jose Ortiz aboard. First post time at Belmont, 10.05. Woodbine. Yeah, there's racing after that Canadian, big Canadian day of racing yesterday. The festival continues at Woodbine. Ten races today. First post time is 10-10-10-10 at Woodbine today. They got a couple of carryovers. All right. The pick six jackpot carryover, $22,054. The super high five jackpot carryover, $63,038. First post-time Woodbine, 10 races, 10-10. Canterbury Park is next. They have eight races. Their first post-time is 11.05. Hawthorne Racecourse, nine races. First post-time, 12.30. Uh, by the way, Hawthorne has a super high five jackpot carryover, a big one, $135,418. Wow, first post-time, 12.30. Los Alamitos Thoroughbreds continue. I have Bob Mazursky standing by. Nine races today, first post-time, is at 1 o'clock this afternoon. And you remember we said there was a carryover in the pick six at Los Al this afternoon. It's a regular pick six. No jackpots, no other provisions. It's a regular pick six. The carryover, $22,113 first post time. 1 o'clock for nine races today at Los Alamitos Thoroughbreds. Louisiana Downs has seven races. They got some uh, carryovers. As a matter of fact, Louisiana Downs has a carryover in the pick six jackpot of $258. 
They got a regular pick five carryover of $2,909. They got a super high five carryover, a regular super high five carryover of $1,351. And they got a regular pick four carryover of $4,405. They got carry all the all those pools got carryovers. Seven races today. First post time, 1.30. Racing continues at the Pleasanton Fair in Northern California. The Pleasanton Oaks is their feature race, the seventh on the card. First post time at Pleasanton for their eight race card. Set at 1.45. 1.45 at Pleasanton today. Big pick six jackpot carry over there, $48,971. Prairie Meadows. They've got 11 races. The first quarter, uh, first four will be quarter horses, however. And the last seven will be thoroughbreds. First post time at uh, Prairie Meadows is set at uh, 2 o'clock this afternoon, 2 o'clock at Prairie Meadows. They got a super high five jackpot carryover, $21,745. Emerald Downs is next. Emerald Downs has eight races. Their first post time is 2 p.m., 2 p.m. at Emerald Downs today. And then uh, we wrap it up. By the way, the pick six jackpot at Emerald Downs, $3,822. Then we wrap it up with uh, the second of the two programs today at Los Alamitos, the Los Alamitos Quarter Horses. First post time is 6 p.m. 6 p.m. for the Quarter Horses at Los Alamitos tonight. And, of course, uh, that, again, their first post time there. They have a pick six carryover at Los Alamitos tonight. Tonight, their pick six carryover, $14,988. So you got a $22,113 pick six carryover in the afternoon at Los Al, and another one of $14,988 tonight at Los Alamitos for their two racing programs on this Sunday. And that is your Sunday racing menu. Now we're going to go to Bob Mazursky standing by in uh, pick six carryover land. <laughs> Bob, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, we uh, didn't look like it was going to happen, but uh, the horse that won the last race yesterday, she's a bit sassy, was 35-1, to 1, and that knocked everybody out. So we have to carry over, you said, slightly over $22,000. Yeah, uh, and that horse just went out. And, by the way, the last race at Los Alamitos and all the races, that was really the open crapshoot of all the races from handicappers. Handicappers thought of any of the nine horses in that race could win. And it turned out to be that way because she's a big sassy, just went right out to the lead. And I'm guessing that the other jockeys thought, hey, she'll come back to us. And she never did. No, she did not. And, you know, Hector Berrios rode a very good race. You know, she slipped through on the inside on the first turn. Yeah. And I, I don't think anybody took her seriously. I certainly didn't. I didn't think she was good enough to win or only win before that had come against the maiden field at Golden Gate Fields on the grass for 20000 But. That is a combination that's been very, very hot this whole year, Hector Berrios and Jeff Mullins. So if people just backed on jockey-trainer combo, they would have cashed nicely. Well, in, uh, seeing the news about Jerry Hollendorfer giving up his uh, big stable on the East Coast to his longtime assistant, Dan Ward, he's still going to have some horses training in Southern California. But I guess uh, he's going to be limited, at least at the moment, to your meets and Del Mar, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the Santa Anita thing is still, you know, there. he's not racing there. I know, I know he did get a nice settlement from them over, you know, what happened a few years back. Mm -hmm. But, uh, no, he'll just be racing at Santa Anita. I mean, at Los Al and uh, Del Mar, it looks like. And uh, he's not going to be competing at the other tracks. And, you know, Jerry's 
cut back uh, a lot. You know, yeah. he's getting older, and sure. I know his wife's had some health issues, so I think that's uh, contributed to why he's doing what he's doing. But I got to tell you that Jerry, uh, a fine trainer, and I know we'll be happy to see him entered horses at both Los Al and Del Mar. That's for sure. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. He's, uh, you know, I think he got a raw deal, and uh, you know, it's his business has not been the same since, and it's unfortunate. So, Bob, what do we got today? Good uh, competitive card, no doubt, and a carryover to go after. Absolutely, yeah. I I like horse actually in the first race today, and mm-hmm. the inside horse number one keeper coil. So hopefully we can get some money to play the pick six. Okay, she's just the horse. I think she's much better on the daytime track than she is at night. She's had some success at night, but I think she's much better on the daytime track. Been one, two, and six out of seven. Milton Pineda's a trainer. You know, we talk about yeah. he's very underrated, but he did lead the meet here in the winter. Mm-hmm. And I think she can win from off the pace because I think the two favorites, I, mean, I think the favorite, Annie Song, might be a little bit vulnerable. It just seems weird that they'd be running her for 25 here as opposed to waiting for one of the turf sprints at Del Mar. So I'm going to take a stand and I like the one, keep your coil in race one. Well, if we can beat uh, Annie Song in the first race, that gives us a big up on the uh, early pick five, the only pick five in the first race. One o'clock post time today. Number one, keep your coil. Number one, keep your coil, Giovanni Franco aboard. He's riding good at that track as well. Bob Mazursky's play is the one in the first, easy to remember. And don't forget, two carryovers in the pick six today, both in the daytime and the nighttime cards at Los Al. And don't forget that Los Alamitos will be running tomorrow, Monday, and 4th of July, holiday Tuesday, will be here as well, and so will Bob. Right, Bob? I will be talking to you tomorrow. Good luck to everybody today. All right. Thanks a lot, Bob. Oh, tell everybody where they can get the rest of your stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm at todaysracingdigest.com, Southern California Selections Every Day. I'm also in the Southern California News Group Papers with a great handicap, LA Daily News, Orange County Register, among others. All right. You got it. Thanks a lot, Bob. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, Ralph. Take care. And we will be back. We still have uh, Rich Ang, John Lindo, possibly Jerry J. But I got picks for you from Jonathan Hardoon. And Ernie Perry's clocker picks at Woodbine. Don't go away. The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. All right, back on the race day, Las Vegas, we have Ernie Perry's clocker report for you for Woodbine, and he's got three horses he's given us today. So here we go. Woodbine's first race, 10, 10 a.m. Pacific time, first post. So I hope you got your phone app ready to go. In the first race today at Woodbine, Ernie's clocker report pick likes number six, Serenading Hall. Emma Jane Wilson aboard at six to one. He said this first time starter comes from a barn that can spring one right off the bat. So he thinks the six Serenading Hall is a good play in the first race, number six in the first. Then we go to the fourth race. In the fourth race, Ernie Perry's clocker report pick is number one, Tipsy Moon, 10 to 1 on the morning line with Mr. Kamara aboard. Tipsy Moon, he says, has an appealing workout pattern. He said, and this barn does well off of a claim at tracks. 
and he gets Kamara aboard. That tells Ernie he thinks this is a live one in the fourth race, the one Tipsy Moon. And then in the seventh race, Ernie likes number 11, Scooty Dad. Or I should say number 11, Scoot Dad. Number 11, Scoot Dad at 6-1 to one with Mr. Carroll aboard. Is Ernie Perry's clocker report third pick today at Woodbine? He says this horse had an eye-popping workout of 57.40. He knows it's a tough test, but at a decent price, He'll give the 11 Scoot Daddy a chance in the seventh race, and that's Ernie Perry's clocker picks today for Woodbine. We will be back with Rich Ang and, of course, John Lendo, possibly Jerry J. and I still got Jonathan Hardoon's place to get to you, so don't go away. We still have a lot more. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the L.A. County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos, with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, we got a lot to do and a little time to do it. I'm going to give you Jonathan Ardoon's plays, and then we're going to Rich Ang and uh, John Lindo. All righty, so we will uh, get started with those uh, plays if we can. And, uh, of course, I uh, want to remind everybody again, we'll be on tomorrow. So I want to remind everybody about that. Here we go. Jonathan Hardoon's plays, Belmont Park. At Belmont Park, uh, Jonathan comes in the, uh, what is it, the eighth race, number six, Ragtime Blues. The six Ragtime Blues in the eighth race, Jonathan Hardoon's play, I, Red Ortiz Jr. aboard, eighth race, the six. And then at Los Alamitos, Jonathan likes in the fourth race, number five, Chevy Girl with the Cedillo aboard at six to one. Fourth race, he likes the six. 
Chevy girl in the fourth. Now we're going to go real quick to Rich Ang, John Lindo, and Jerry J to get you more picks. Uh, Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Rafi. Well, uh, we're in a bit of a rush, so Richie will cut to the chase, reminding everybody that you have your selections, full selections today at Los Alamitos, available right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com website, and you will have selections tomorrow and Tuesday as well for Los Al. You'll be on with us tomorrow. Who? What do you have today? Race 8, mile, uh, optional claimer. Let's go with Baffert, who supports the meet pretty well. Race for the number five, Halos and Heavens, won a nice maiden race last time out, now going two turns for the first time. 25 win place, two for the ROI, number five, Halos and Heaven in the eighth. All right, eighth race, uh, the five is your play with Edwin Maldonado aboard. In the eighth race, the five, Rich Ang's play at Los Al. Get the rest right now at the racedayalasvegas.com websites. Thanks a lot, Rich. We'll have more to say with you tomorrow. Hey, thanks, Al. Good luck, everybody. All right. Now we're going to go to John Lindo. Same deal with you, John. We want to remind everybody that the Lindo Report is available right now for Los Alamitos, covering all the races and a suggested late pick for and all the goody information right now at the South Point Racebook, free of charge, exclusively there. Compliments of uh, the South Point Racebook, John Lindo's Lindo Report for today at Los Al. And, John, you will be doing one tomorrow, Monday and Tuesday as well as being on our show. And what are you doing for us today? I tell you what, Ralph, let's go to race seven, and we'll help that late pick Ooh. four. Seventh race, number six, episode five, four to one on the program, exits the best race. Uh, the Mendez Barn good with second-time starters. And don't worry about this jock, Edward Rojas Fernandez. They win races for the Mendez stable, four to one on the program. Number six, episode five, race seven, Los Alamitos. All right, we have a late pick four at Los Alamitos. Starts in the sixth race, ends in the ninth and final. And so far, we've got two pieces in this. In the seventh race, you like the six, episode five, number six in the seventh race. At least we have a rolling double with you and Richie from the seventh to the eighth races, and possibly even more when we get Jerry Jackowitz on in a moment. But uh, in the seventh race, your selection is number six. And, of course, get the rest of the Lindo Report right now at South Point. One quick question. Anything yesterday that really popped out at you for the racing across the country? As far as across the country. I just thought that it was an interesting day of racing, a terrific Stephen Foster race. I, I thought that was a really good run by, uh, and, and how about Flavian Pratt winning three races down there at Ellis Park? How about Flavian he Pratt was, paying $94.50 with a winner in a stakes race? That's the thing that popped out to me. I didn't even know until he went into the water yeah. he was riding that horse. I said, wait a minute. Yeah, I, and yeah. I felt like an idiot. You should have. Uh, we got to pay attention to the changes, that's for sure. We'll talk more tomorrow. Thanks a lot, John. You got it. Good luck. We're going to wrap it up with Jerry Jackowitz. Yes, folks, we found him. Jerry, good morning. Yeah, I have returned. Yeah, how you doing? How's everybody? Well, we're going to get more into you tomorrow, but as usual, we are pressing time, and we want to get as much as we can for the race day listeners out there. The Jerry J's Power Page for all of Belmont Park and all of Los Alamitos today, as well as tomorrow and Tuesday, holiday 4th of July, is at jerryjspowerpage.com. What are we doing, Jerry, at Belmont today? I have one question before we get started. Yeah. Tomorrow, what time are we on? We're on weekday weekday start times at 7 a.m. tomorrow, Monday, and on 4th of July, Tuesday. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Okay. So let's go. Uh, let's start in the sixth race today at, at uh, Belmont. Uh-huh. And number nine, blame it on daddy at 15 to one, sort of attractive. Uh, first time going two turns. Wow. Seven prolongs out to a mile and an eighth. First yeah. time Lasix. Time Albatroni's great at distance. Just a natural play at 15 to 1. I'll make a group win place bet on the 9 in the 6 race. Play the 9 with the 3, 4, 6, and 8. 
do reverses, obviously. Ed and anybody else that tickles me at the moment, I like the nine, race number six. I will tell you this. Uh, you like the nine, and we're going to get the play out. The nine over three, four, six, and eight, and reverse at 15 to one, uh, looking for other horses. I would definitely put the seven in there as well. So I would Why use not? I would use the nine over three, four, six, seven, and eight, and reverse. I think the seven is a good play at twelve to one with Trevor McCarthy aboard. But what a nice play! Blame it on Daddy. Let's blame it on him and get the winner there in the sixth at Belmont. What about Los Alamitos? Yeah, let's go to the second. Jamie Eddy's coming off a little bit of a layoff for Howie Quinn, uh, but I think this 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 gelding is just better than these, faster uh-huh. than these, and I think he really likes Los Alamitos a lot. Uh-huh. I, I'd take anything better than 2-1 to one on the 5-horse in the second race. I uh-huh. think that's a great bet. I'll play the 5 of the 3-4-6, small reverses, the 5, jamming Eddie in race number 2. All right, this horse is also not eligible to be claimed, so he gets a free shot in this race. In the second race, the 5, jamming Eddie, link-ups are 3-4-6 and reverse, $2 ROI. On Jaminetti, this five in the second race. So our handicappers have given us five of the nine races today and uh, three of the first five in the pick five. Bob comes with the one in the uh, first race. You come with the five in the second race. And Hardoon came with the five in the fourth race. Let's make it happen. We'll be on tomorrow. Special Monday show through the holiday. Say it, Jerry. We're waiting. Have a great race day, everybody.